The Fool, card number zero, is the first card in the major arcana of a tarot deck, representing new journeys, innocence, new beginnings, and potential. While images vary from deck to deck, the card tends to be shown with a young man on a cliff heading out on a journey while holding a knapsack in one hand and a flower in the other. The knapsack represents you having what you need, but you may not have everything you started with, and the flower represents passion and purity. The Fool is also accompanied by an animal, usually a canine nipping at his heels. The Fool has no astrology tie, is an air element, and is associated with ginseng, cedar, rose, and geranium. In a forward position, the Fool can be saying something is coming up and to possibly go forward on a new journey. Ignore judgments, be spontaneous, you have what you need to succeed. The Fool in the reverse position is a warning of irresponsibility, recklessness, and madness. You or another may be acting on others' bad influence and giving into pressure. For this position, do not leap. Be mature and tend to your responsibilities before moving on to the next thing. Alright, I'll admit it just this one time about this one thing and never again. My mother was a little right. I feel very stupid, and I bet I also look a little dumb. But let me introduce myself to that one person who might accidentally listen to this other than my best friend. My name is Garrett Lachlan. I am 23 years old. I was born in the Bible Belt of America, and I have been told basically my entire life I have done everything wrong. It is actually because of that reason I am here today. Well, that and the fact that my friend got me a book called The Southern Woman's Guide to Witchcraft. <laughs> That's right, today I try out a spell. <gasps> I know, what a horror. I figured since I'm already a nightmare to my Baptist family, I might as well try out other naughty things and see if they have any merit to them. Now, The Southern Woman's Guide to Witchcraft is probably the dumbest book I've ever had the pleasure of reading. Half of these spells are about keeping your man or cleaning your house. Oh, here, for example. Spell to keep dirt from your entryway. Best time to do it, Monday afternoon. What you need, floor cleaner of your choice, entry rug that matches your interior, that's very important, vacuum or broom, depending on your floor, one white candle, and one birch stick. After you gather your materials, here's the process. Remove everything off the floor of the entryway around where you're going to put the rug. Light your candle, place the end of the stick into the lit flame, and say aloud, O oh, deity of your choosing, yes, it actually says that, but I'll get back to that later. O oh, deity, I call upon you to lend me your power. Please hear me as I cast my spell. Then you're supposed to draw a rune with the burnt stick that looks like a pointy bee on the ground where you want things to be clean. And that's a, that's a letter B, not a bug. Finally, the last part of the actual spell is to set the candle at the foot of the bee and recite the cleanliness incantation. <coughs> <coughs> Muck and grime has its place. It's not here, so clear this space. Fickle bits, I command thee now. Remove yourself before I sour. <laughs> <laughs> 
The reason I cannot handle this book is because after you do all that work, all that chanting and drawing, you have to take your cleaning supplies, clean the whole area and remove the rune, then place a rug over the area. The spell says the area will be cleaner longer, but you just cleaned it and placed a rug over it. The rug did not gain any magic on it. Like, if I want to do the spell on the rug, would I need a second rug to cover it? And I looked up that rune, by the way. It's actually a Wiccan rune meant for healing and fertility. I really, really hope housewives are doing this and just ending up super pregnant. Now you may be asking yourself, Garrett, how in the heck did you pick a spell from this book to do since they are obviously all terrible? That's a good question, Online Stranger, and I have a good answer. This book seems to have taken some quote-unquote legit spells from multiple religions and locations as it is stated in their references. So I decided the spell that was the least like a cleaning trick would be the Pendulum Divination spell. So the Pendulum Divination spell is super easy. You say a small incantation, you have a fancy rock on a string or chain, and maybe a piece of paper, but that's not super important. The one thing that this book is super into is calling upon your chosen deity. At the introduction of the book, it said that this is an important part of the spell and recommends using the Christian God or Jesus. Yes, this book is for Southern Christian witches, which, by the way, is my new favorite official title and I will be appropriating it for myself, the SAWs. It infers that as long as you're doing magic with God, it's not a sin. Now, I said I was stepping out to try something new, so I won't be choosing a Christian deity, but I will be choosing someone from my favorite comic book series, The Wicked and the Divine. If you've not ever heard of the series, just know it's about how every 90 or so years, 12 gods return to Earth being awoken in teenagers, and then they die within two years. However, the 12 gods span different religions, which is super cool. This is a bit of a spoiler, although you are five years behind at this point, so get over it. But I chose my favorite god from the story, Persephone, goddess of fertility and life and death and plants and spring and... Well, it's, it's really a lot of different things, depending on where you look. Basically, she's the Greek spring goddess married to Hades, god of the underworld. Ooh, spooky and cool. Moving on. My pendulum is actually a turquoise crystal keychain that I just happened to have from my high school days. I actually picked it up in a random head shop in downtown Chattanooga. It's really pretty, but it just looks like a regular pointed stone that is glued into a metal holder. And that's all we really need. The spell says you can take a bit of paper and draw a circle and a cross through it, if you want. But since it's optional, I'm going to be lazy. The instructions without the paper are easy enough. Hold the pendulum pressed between both palms and recite the divination incantation. Then hold the string with one hand and let the crystal hang, filling its energy until it goes still. And then ask a question. The pendulum is supposed to swing either up and down or left and right. To find out which means yes and which means no, you're supposed to just ask, am I a woman? To find out which direction that pendulum says is yes. I find that statement a little problematic, but I digress. I'm super into this idea of my crystal having opinions on direction and how that pertains to the answer yes and no. So I talked enough and I've worked out my nerves. I'm holding the crystal between my palms now and I'll try to dictate everything that happens. Here we go. <clears throat> oh Persephone, I call upon thee. Send your guidance through sky and through sea. Help me with what I need most. Answer my questions with this host. Hmm. Not gonna lie, I was expecting lights and a breeze or something. 
Alright, I'm sliding the pendulum down and gripping it with just one hand now. And... okay, it stopped moving. <clears throat> pendulum. Am I a woman? Hmm. It seems like no... Oh, wait! Wait, wait, wait. I don't know if I moved it or not, but it's going left and right a little bit. Okay, so left and right means no. Well, I'm guessing it and I are on the same page here, so that should be a no. Okay, back to stopping point, and I'm not fully sure what to ask next. I thought I was going to get bored of this by now and give up. <laughs> uh, should I go to the pet store and finally get a child? Or should I say a familiar? It's saying yes, but I don't know if it wants me to get a pet or if it wanted me to say familiar. I'll take it as a yes, get one. <laughs> this is kind of super easy and very convenient. And mom always told me magic was dark and dangerous. Listeners, am I in any danger? Fuck! Uh, mm. My pendulum just shot out of my hand and the chain ripped open my finger. The pendulum seems embedded in my wall. It went straight forward. Uh, is that a yes? Could, could that have come back and hit me in the chest? I mean, I, I, I wasn't asking it, I just... That may have been a bit too much for me. I'm, I'm gonna stop here for now and clean up my hand. And, mm, that stings. Yeah, I, I better get some cream or something for this. Mm. Well, since I'm a southern Christian witch now, I guess I should say, uh, may Persephone watch over you? That, that was bad. I'll work on it after I pry my pendulum out of the wall and wrap up my fingers. Night, y'all. With Cock and Candles was written and produced by Clay Proctor in association with Hunt and Martian Productions. The voice of Garrett Lachlan is Clay Proctor. Today's tarot reading was by Wyatt Martin, co-founder of Hunt and Martian Productions and creator of the Bastard Fur podcast. Bastard Fur is a queer werewolf urban fantasy podcast about finding your pack no matter the cost. Find Bastard Fur on Twitter at Bastard Fur Pod, and all places podcasts are played. If you enjoyed our first episode, make sure to subscribe and consider giving a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. You can also keep up with the creator and get visuals from the episodes on Twitter at Cock and Candles. Thanks for listening, and may the forces that be watch over you.